Hi, I'm Paulina Solda, dating and relationship expert, certified coach and typologist, and creator of Love by Design. I started helping women just like you find your soulmate after meeting my soulmate over 11 years ago. And this is the first dating and relationship podcast that shows you how to use a personality-based, psychology-backed approach to dating, choosing men, and finding your soulmate. Combined with timeless energy, attraction, and gender communication principles so that you can create a loving, stable, and lasting relationship of your dreams. This is your Love by Design. You're listening to Love by Design podcast with Paulina Solda, episode number 40. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to talk today with you about the secret ingredients to creating and having a romantic relationship. And what could be a better timing to record this podcast than this month of February, the month of love, St. Valentine's Day is just around the corner and uh, there is that energy, that vibration in the air that I feel every year, uh, the excitement of a new year and uh, all of the holidays. And uh, then it's February and February is one of my favorite winter months. I love them all for different reasons. Uh, But February, of course, I love because this is the month of love. Uh, This is the month where it's that desire, if you're not in a relationship yet, starts really emerging because uh, the winter is ending, the spring is coming, there's the new beginnings. There's also uh, the renewed sense of hope. And I think it's just the perfect timing to really put your attention and focus on uh, this area of your life and um, truly make it your priority because as some of my teachers and mentors say, you are where your attention is. So if you focus on love, when you choose to focus on love, then your attention is on it and you're going to be there. You are going to be love, you're going to be source of love, you're going to be attracting love. And it's very, very powerful. I love Valentine's Day, of course. Uh, We always uh, have something fun and special planned. And uh, no matter what's happening around us, even last year, because during the pandemic, we were were not in the city. We were in uh, our second home in the countryside in Pennsylvania. And we found this very rustic, a very, very romantic place uh, where we just happened to be seated right by the fireplace in this very, very cozy uh, room. Uh, it was uh, really a, a house, a house that's been there for probably 100 years, very, very um, famous uh, restaurant that's been there forever, uh, multiple generation families owned. And uh, it was just so, so beautiful and amazing to be there and celebrate our love 
And I'm excited about this year. This year we're going to be celebrating back in the city, finally, because I love, there's so many beautiful, amazing restaurants in the city that I love going to. And I pretty much, we've gone in over 10 years, we've gone to all of my top choices. <laughs> uh, so the top 10, we've got, we've gone to all of them in New York City, and I'm excited to go back again after such a long break. And uh, it's going to be amazing. And uh, last uh, Valentine's, uh, my husband, Paul, completely uh, blew my mind because uh, there was something I wanted. I wanted uh, this little uh, bracelet. It was a Cartier bracelet that I wanted. And he didn't just get that. He got it with uh, the bracelet with the 10 diamonds in it, which coincided with us being together for 11 years. So I thought it was very special. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's just incredible to, to be in a place where uh, I can speak from my experience. I, I truly walk my talk when I'm talking about having a romantic relationship. I, I have been in one and not just have been in it, but have been in it for uh, now it's 12 years. So this Valentine's is going to be our 12th uh, year. 12 Valentine's celebration together. And uh, in April, uh, we're celebrating our 10th uh, year uh, wedding anniversary. So we got married in April and we're going to do something special as well. So when it comes to romantic relationship, what I want to get started with is first uh, define what it means, because uh, so many of us want a romantic relationship. We talk about it and for different people, it means different things. And so I would say for uh, my definition of a romantic relationship is a combination of this secret mm, secret uh, components. And uh, there is more to that. So this is just the basic foundation that needs to be present. And then I'm going to be talking about the ingredients that are beyond. So that's the next level that is more depth of how you actually, once you have all of this as your base, as your foundation, how do you build? What are the secret ingredients to having that relationship? Uh, not just in the first few months, <laughs> which is very easy. Uh, and most people stop there. A lot of people stop in the early stages where it just fades away. And how do you actually can avoid that? and prevent that and enjoy uh, being in a romantic relationship years later. So the, ba the basic foundation is, of course, is it starts with attraction. And someone said once that attraction is not a choice. So you are attracted to a person or you're not attracted. It's not like you choose to be attracted to someone that you're not attracted to. It just doesn't work like that. So that, that is the basic definition that you got to be attracted to your man. Otherwise, what is the point? And there has to be a desire for that person. You want, you desire that person. You want to spend time with them. You want to touch them. You want to uh, smell them. <laughs> you want to, uh, all the senses, you can embrace it. Desire is there. And that means there is passion, passion and desire because they go together. And of course, intimacy. So the things that I'm talking about, the, the touch, the connection, the closeness, the experiences that you can create together, that means intimacy on every level, of course, physical intimacy. So great sex, uh, non-negotiable. So it's one of the things just like with attraction. If uh, 
you're not having sex, well, you're not having you're not having a romantic relationship. So it's as simple as that. Um, ultimately, so you can uh, start building that romantic relationship based on um, other things that lead to sex. But sex is the, the the glue that keeps that romantic relationship going. So without uh, quality, frequent, consistent sex, romantic relationship is doomed. And <laughs> therefore, many people who stop having sex, stop prioritizing sex, losing that, losing that romantic connection. So super, super important. And uh, I know for many people to be, especially for us women, to feel safe, to uh, to be able to totally relax and trust and be able to be vulnerable. It's so, so important to uh, be in a committed relationship. So I include, it can go either way. You, you can just decide that you want to have a relationship Automatic relationship without any commitment, and or you can decide that uh, this is a a very important uh, must have for you. And personally, for me, uh, of course, being married, uh, we are committed to each other, and I feel that when two people are committed to each other, the level of uh, what you can do in that romantic relationship just expands. Just the sky is the limit because. There is a lot, uh, it's like very, very solid foundation. There's a lot of trust. There's a lot of openness. There's a lot of safety and security and therefore openness, vulnerability. And one more aspect, which when we're talking about commitment, it sounds also serious, uh, very, very important. uh, Our last part of a romantic relationship, and many people forget, uh, forget it, unfortunately, is playfulness. And uh, for somebody who just wants to find their partner, and they're so serious and uh, they forget about playfulness. And it's such a such huge component. So if um, if you stop playing with your partner, if you stop feeling that uh, lightness, that childlike wonder and joy and just um, that uh, uh, energy around that, it's fun, it's maybe teasing, it's playing with each other. Uh, in my mind, uh, that it's just sex is not enough then. Uh, that the, the romance, that uh, playfulness uh, is missing. So what's, what's really, really important is that you never stop playing with your partner. You never stop flirting. So like in the beginning, people, when they're attracted to each other, they are flirting with each other. Uh, that is playfulness. So I am a big, big believer that you don't stop playing. If you stopped playing, and uh, you can play in different ways, right, on every level. You can have uh, just, you know, have a conversation uh, with your partner in a playful way, kind of teasing them. It could be you playing uh, in your bedroom, whatever it is, you play. This is so, so important. You maybe go dancing somewhere and I. Uh, we kind of t- took a break and stopped doing that. Uh, I've decided not to uh, go and spend all night dancing like we used to uh, last year with my husband and intentionally not doing that until, but we'll still go, we'll, we'll play in other ways. And then we're going to go to Burning Man this uh, August and we'll be playing there. So it's still a part of, uh, you can find other ways, but that was one of the ways where we would just play, we would go dancing and have fun. And that was that playful 
energy. And now we're doing other things like we're going snowboarding and skiing and spending great time in the mountains. And we're playing there. We're like racing each other, we're teasing each other and things like that. So what I want to know is uh, what does uh, a romantic relationship mean, mean to you? So I told you about this, the basic uh, pillars of what it means to me. I'm curious for yourself, like get that clarity. What is important to you? Because for somebody else, it could be just, well, just Having your best friend you have sex with, and that's it. So for someone else, it could be a different thing. What is it for you? And uh, when it comes to having a romantic relationship and actually being in one, uh, what are some of your beliefs? And you might not even realize uh, that you had those beliefs. For example, when I shared that I have been in a romantic relationship for 12 years now, well, is there a belief that maybe you thought, uh, maybe you were skeptical or maybe you sort of like, yeah, like, but isn't it like kind of like, how do you stay in a romantic relationship for so long? So there could be some limiting belief that you didn't even realize that you had. Have like, for example, that romantic relationships are short-lived. They only last for, let's say, uh, six months while you have that initial attraction based on your own experience. And uh, that could be, that belief could be a reason actually why you haven't experienced anything differently. Because if you believe that romantic relationships don't last or they're short-lived, again, remember what I said in the beginning of this episode, you are very attentionist. So when you put your attention on romantic relationships are short-lived, what reality uh, mirrors you back is that your experiences of being in romantic relationships are short-lived. And it's not because they are short-lived. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with what you believe. So in my case, I believe you can grow the depth and um, the richness and uh, deliciousness <laughs> and uh, the sophistication of your romantic relationship, the level you get can't even compare to any couple what, what I can create in my relationship for 12 years compared to a couple who just met and they still have to go through certain stages and maybe they just been dating for three months. Can't even compare. The, the, the depth is not there. It's just not. So, and that is, uh, that is so beautiful about it. So look at your beliefs and uh, look at your beliefs about uh, the time right? Or even possibility of you being in a romantic relationship. So do you believe you, uh, you can find, you actually, there's a person, like men actually do want to be in romantic relationships. Do you believe that? Or you just think men don't want anything except for they just want to have sex and then they don't want to commit and they don't want to put an effort. Like what are some of the beliefs? Look, look and just notice what they are. And uh, when it comes to the long-term time frame, well, do you believe that you personally, you can create an experience of being in a romantic relationship with the same person for three years or five or seven or 12 or 25 and you still will have that spark? Do you believe it's possible? And what does it depend on? Does it depend on the man you have or does it depend on you or something else? And when it comes to your own romantic relationships, what's been your experience? Have you, have you had one? Have you had several? And how long did they last? So now I uh, 
thought about when I thought about recording this and uh, creating the outline for some of the ingredients that I've uncovered. I looked, of course, at uh, my own romantic relationship. I looked at uh, success stories of my clients and uh, the work that I've done for over 11 years working with women and helping them find their dual partner, so someone who is uh, ideal for them. And I'm going to talk about that first ingredient of the principle of dual partners and duality. I actually discovered some new things <laughs> and I noticed that I uh, am increasing and expanding these different ways and I'm learning myself. So this is so, is so exciting and it's just another reason why it's so incredible to, to be in a relationship because when you are in a relationship, you have a partner, you have someone, you have a man, if, as a woman, you have a, a man that you actually can experiment with and test things in your relationship, which is, of course, priceless uh, when you teach and coach and help other people how to do that. Well, I have my uh, play playing field where I can test everything that I'm learning and that I'm sharing with you. I do test it first in my own relationship and see how it works. And the results are incredible. Uh, we having absolutely, we reinvented our relationship, I would say, uh, especially since I made some key shifts and decisions in changing my lifestyle, which shifted completely my state, my frequencies, that energy vibration that all of us have. And it's just so, so amazing. So I want to share some of this um, specific secret ingredients with you because they're so powerful. And the first one that I want to start with is the principle of duality and principle of dual partners. And this is why it is so, so important to understand your personality type, which is exactly what I help you to discover and tap into and align with inside my flagship program, Love by Design. Because uh, when you understand who you are, it's like that, it's that, it's that transformation. It's that maybe you were uh, a caterpillar, you were hiding, you were in that cocoon and uh, you were waiting for something. You were waiting to be discovered and you remained, metaphorically speaking, invisible to your dual type of man. And uh, now you've discovered your type and uh, you've gone through that transformation. So understanding and aligning with your personality type, it's um, equal to a transformation of becoming a butterfly. So you spread your wings, you are so bright, you're so beautiful, you started flying, and uh, now everybody can see you, <laughs> including your dual partner, and admire you, adore you, and wanting to love you, and be with you, and be around you. And that is how powerful it is. So when you become that butterfly in your own type, what happens is that you can just fly around and choose your dual partner. So choose somebody who is, which you also will, of course, discover when you study, like you learn what these types are. And uh, it's very simple and easy to learn the four basic types. And uh, out of these four types, you will discover what your dominant type is. And one of these four types is of man is perfectly ideal for you. It's not going to be the same type as you are. It's going to be the opposite of you yet. So it's going to be very different and complementary. And one out of four is ideal, which means the other three 
uh, different and not complementary. And there are different reasons why. So you just stop choosing those men and it automatically eliminates so many issues, so many challenges that uh, emerge in relationships. And uh, here's the, the tricky part is that when you don't know personality typing, when you don't use this principle, you can get into a romantic relationship with somebody who is not your dual partner, meaning they're different from you. They're not complementary to you. You can be physically attracted to any type. And most likely you are, but not every type uh, is ideal and most compatible with you. So it, it creates challenges. So imagine you can already see that, understand that, and choose only the adult type of man, how much time and energy uh, it's going to create for you to, and how much less effort you're going to put into uh, choosing, meeting your dual partner. So this is the key principle. If you want to be in a easy, playful, enjoyable, lasting, stable, beautiful, romantic relationship for a very long time, uh, my secret is not because I have done it for a long time or because I really worked on my relationship or because I am a dating and relationship expert and coach. None of that. It's simply because I am in a relationship with my dual partner. So in annual style terms, the personality typing system that I use, I am a West type of woman and he is an East type of man. And uh, in this type of man is perfect. Absolutely ideal for a West type of woman. And of course, for an East man, uh, subconsciously, he didn't even know that, but every East man dreams about his perfect West woman. So now what comes with it, why it works so well is because we're very different yet complementary. We bring into our relationship the very, very thing that each of us has in abundance. So as dual partners, you bring the qualities and energies that naturally have an abundance. Those are your strengths. And your dual partner lacks both, which is okay in the relationship because you have so much of that to give in your relationship. So, however, what he has an abundance, uh, those complementary, very different yet complementary energies and qualities that you lack, and he has an abundance. So together you create this very easy relationship where uh, there is acceptance, there is understanding, there is ease. And uh, as long as you've been 100% yourself, so you really fully align, you know who you are, you align with your type. And you know, of course, the, the system of annual style, you understand your dual partner's type, you understand why he does what he does and why he says certain things and why he acts in this way and why he, he thinks what he thinks. There's so much clarity with that high level of clarity and understanding comes uh, incredible acceptance and uh, what you can easily call unconditional love and also soulful connection. So the easiest, the absolute easiest, fastest way to create a romantic relationship and lasting one is to choose your dual partner. And of course, no, it starts with knowing your type and understanding what is that dual type, how to recognize him. So we're using uh, psychology-backed, very objective, specific criteria. They work 100% of the time. 
and you use them to recognize the man's type to determine very, very quickly. Oftentimes, you can do it in a matter of minutes and um, you'll know exactly uh, so much about the person right away. So you choose your dual partner and uh, you can dismiss everyone else, which saves you a lot of time in dating. And then you focus on uh, going deeper in your communication, which is very, very customized. So you, in the way, for example, when I speak with my uh, East type husband, I speak in his language, not as a man's language, as uh, somebody who is East based on his values. So in his values, for example, a freedom, a very important, some of uh, the biggest values are freedom and uh, interest. And that means having fun. That means being playful. So imagine not understanding that. And every time my husband wants to be playful and maybe he's teasing and uh, he's joking around and he's just being in that playful energy. Imagine if I didn't understand that and I would take it maybe personally or in the wrong way and I would resist that. Imagine how much uh, more difficult it would be to have a romantic relationship. Instead, I understand where it's coming from. I know what those energies are. I know how to play on those energies with him. It doesn't mean I'm going to be this way all the time, but I will be with him and it brings us closer together. And I do that uh, as a skill. I actually put myself into that lighter state, which I really appreciate that my husband puts me because oftentimes I do need to lighten up because I have like so much power in me. And so it, it creates this beautiful balance. And uh, this is the first one. This is so, so important. So this is exactly... Um, why uh, what I teach with this proven system that I teach works so beautifully and makes it so easier to find your partner. And that's exactly what we do inside of Love by Design. Now, and there I, go, I will go, I usually share with my uh, members way, way more and uh, specific examples like from my own life or all the time of how it works, the principle of duality. And of course, they all share uh, their experiences or so different personality types. So there's a whole uh, range of examples and case studies and specific strategies like, okay, this is how, uh, how it works and um, how do you have an easy relationship and how do you solve any challenge uh, specifically based on your type and the, the type of man that uh, you're with. So it's highly, highly effective because it's 100% customized. Now, when it comes to uh, other ingredients and secrets for having a romantic relationship at last, I think it's such a, such a big part of it is to create time, so to make time and create opportunities. So we are creating in the relationship, we're co-creators, and we do make time. I think it's just so, so powerful when you realize that you actually are a source of time, that you are the chooser where your time goes and how much time you and how much time you put into your relationship. So doing things together, so, so important. So uh, being in a romantic relationship means not only uh, going out on a date night, which is important, and it's not, it's not uh it's not it. So it's important and there's got to be something else. So in our uh, relationship, we go on a date night 
Uh, we have gone on a date night consistently for 12 years now, over 12 years. Uh, this is something that uh, we do because we both enjoy it. We like to just dress up and go out. And when we started dating, we would go out five days a week. And now uh, we go uh, or less, like maybe once a week. But when we'll go out as a family, when we have dinners at home, so things like that. But we still go out. So creating that ritual is very important, but we do so many other things together. We have so many shared passions. Like I mentioned going out dancing, which uh, now we shifted more into snowboarding and uh, skiing. We do that every winter. We go boating every summer. We love traveling. Uh, and uh, we added uh, more new things that we explore together. And, um, this is so, so important to have something that uh, you do. So those joint activities and quality time where you really get present and uh, you be there. So you give your time, you give your attention, you give your energy to your partner. And it has to be the more joint activities and projects you have together, the stronger your connection is going to be. So I think think about it. One level is when you see somebody once a week and you go on a date and maybe you have sex. And so this is one level. Well, now imagine you do that plus you have a child together. You have your marriage. So you have your relationship as a married couple. You have your relationship as a family you have uh, your circles of friends where you have common friends. You have maybe business together or a business project that you work on. You have uh, your romantic time alone that is just two of you and maybe you travel together. So recently my husband and I traveled to Art Basel without our child and we had absolutely the best time. It was transformational, totally amazing. And that has that brought, brought us closer maybe 10 times more <laughs> than uh, if we didn't go. So I think it's so, so important to, to, get on, to get away, on, to go on that romantic total immersion. So being together nonstop for a period of time, let's say when you even go and go away for a weekend with somebody you've been dating, maybe seeing once a week, uh, staying overnight, and you just keep doing it for weeks, you got to see some progression. You got to shift into that total immersion where maybe you spend a whole weekend together with somebody and uh, that will elevate your closeness. And I'm not saying to do it uh, all the time with somebody who is maybe you're not sure about or not committed yet, but this kind of things are going to help you make a decision whether you want to go deeper with that person or not. So I'm all about going deeper and evolving and exploring, expanding new possibilities. And so what I've realized um, and what the shift I've made recently and uh, eliminating, simply eliminating, as my uh, shaman and some of my teachers and coaches say, let go to let in. I've let go a lot of things that were not serving me in the way that they were uh, lowering my energy vibration, or I call it frequency. And each of us vibrates at a certain frequency and resonates 
with other people at that frequency. And of course, it's going to have direct impact on the quality of people you attract, the quality of experiences you have, and just overall vibe around you. And so what I, for example, conscious choices I made, uh, one of them was to stop drinking alcohol. And what I've noticed is just everything elevated. My frequency went up and that lightness. uh, So there was just more stable, light, playful, very clear mind, clear attitude, very light energy, very pure energy versus, as you probably know from your personal experience, when you drink and maybe that's something that you do or you feel like you have to do because you're dating. And honestly, there's so many other ways that you can have fabulous dates without drinking alcohol. And uh, it's just a matter of your creativity and uh, uh, connecting to things that increase your frequency. And again, this is also something we do inside of Love by Design. And I give you customized, so for my members, I give customized strategies how to increase their frequency based on their personality type. And also how to have those incredible first dates with a dual type of man. So again, uh, if I'm a West woman, uh, and I'm dating an East man, uh, going to, let's say, a museum where you have to be quiet and serious, <laughs> or let's say uh, a symphony. It depends on the type, uh, because some of them actually uh, are very creative and into uh, music and uh, into that <laughs> cosmic realm that takes them in other uh, dimensions through music. Uh, so that would be inaccurate to say, but uh, that's something that we discuss uh, and we uh, we go deeper inside uh, the program because uh, it's so, so powerful and it works like crazy. So if you want to have uh, uh, first dates with your dual type of man that absolutely guaranteed lead to more, well, it starts with, of course, understanding your type and second is your frequency. You got to elevate it. So frequency is super important. And once I shifted my own frequency and I became more like stable and consistent and peaceful and just joyful overall in my mood and my attitude, because as you already know, with alcohol, it creates those ups and downs and those emotional disbalances, because in one moment you might feel like really happy and bubbly and buzzed. And then what happens when you had just a bit too much of uh, that rosé the next day, there is always a cost that uh, if you were too high, it's going to get you too low and there's that disbalance. So once I eliminated alcohol, the frequency uh, went up and it stays consistently in that playful light state. And what I did recently, and I would highly recommend that you do it in your own relationship when you have that romantic relationship, when you create it, is that you watch that frequency. You actually become aware that there is an uh, energy vibration in your relationship and you want to be very, very um, intentional and deliberate and conscious about uh, what is that frequency. And again, you want to remove and let go of anything that lowers it. So just like I gave you an example of drinking alcohol, because there are things in your relationship that will lower your frequency. For example, Uh, criticizing uh, your partner, or it could be uh, blaming or complaining. And again, a lot of that stuff goes away 
simply when you choose your dual partner and you understand uh, different personality types because the biggest mistake people make who don't have this understanding is that they expect from their partner that which their partner doesn't have and therefore cannot give it to them. And they're trying to fix their partner or change their partner. They're trying to, they focus on, well, you're not this enough and you're not doing that enough. What if in the first place you just chose a, a person who was that, which is exactly who would automatically give you those very qualities, right? So that's exactly what, what you can do with any style. And so we are intentionally choosing to uh, eliminate, completely eliminate. So I do not criticize my husband, period. Uh, I will not, and I will not engage into that um, game when two people uh, play a game of who is the bigger victim, right? So you did this to me and I feel this way now, or you made me feel this way. And then another person will say, no, no, no. Uh, and you, but look at you, what, look what you did at, at, uh, to me. And you made me this way. And like, that is so toxic. Like <laughs> what kind of desire, passion, uh, great sex you can have if you have a conversation like that, right? Or it's this continue, continuous exchange. This is how people actually talk to each other. There's no, <laughs> there's no way you're going to have a romantic relationship like that. So it's very, very important that you eliminate that. And it's so much easier. It's not like you have to work hard on yourself. Just choose a partner with whom, and also, of course, elevate your own frequency, with whom uh, you don't have to even criticize. So become the kind of woman who just doesn't criticize us. Become the kind of woman who doesn't yell at a man and doesn't call him names. Because, well, if you do that, of course, it lowers your frequency and the frequency of your relationship. And there's no way you will have a quality romantic relationship. So that's so, so, so important. And uh, when it comes to this concept, so I actually have conversations with my husband and I uh, set boundaries and I talk about uh, potential scenarios before they happen. Look, if you if you go in this direction, so this is, this is what's going to be my response and this is why, and this is what at stake. So we have conversations like that and these are uncomfortable conversations to have. Guess what? When you do that, when you create that closeness, which is another a huge secret ingredient, is closeness. And a lot of people will think a romantic relationship is just, it's about having sex. It's just being, having that intense attraction uh, and maybe going out on dates. That's <laughs> not enough. Yes, that and emotional intimacy and intellectual intimacy. Uh, because uh, when you have somebody who is super smart, like my husband is a, a very, very um, successful attorney. And when he discusses his cases with me, uh, that intellectual uh, intimacy gets created because of how I show up. And if I just dismiss it and I say, oh, I'm not interested, or I don't understand it, or, or like you speak a different language to me, uh, you got to put in, you got to prioritize, you got to understand and you got to respect uh, what is your partner. And when you choose somebody who is a high quality man, that means uh, he's going to be a certain status. He's going to be a certain level. He's going to be on a path of mastery. And you got to acknowledge that. You got to understand it. You got to respect it. 
and be able to hold a space for him. So intellectual intimacy is another big part of it. And of course, uh, having agreements. So I give an example of setting boundaries and having was uncomfortable conversations uh, where don't lead uh, to arguments. It's actually from uh, agreements that prevent arguments, <laughs> uh, agreements that free your relationship from arguments. So we replace arguments with agreements, and that is so much more powerful and so much more uh, valuable when it comes to creating a romantic relationship where you have a spark and uh, you have that closeness and intimacy. And there is no way you can create intimacy in your relationship uh, if you don't feel safe, if you don't have certainty that in any moment your partner can just criticize you or blame you or complain or play that, um, manipulate you and play that uh, who is a bigger victim game. Because when it happens and you play that game, by the way, you still have a choice. Because if you don't play that game, then uh, all of those things are not going to be showing up in your relationship and you can completely shift it. That's why you don't need to change your partner at all. It's how you show up is enough to change. And I'm a living proof to that, how I'm showing up. So we, we're not playing that uh, blaming game because I stopped playing and it was enough because when my husband tries <laughs> tried to play it a few times and uh, I'm not playing that game, guess what? We're playing another game. <laughs> and that's playfulness. That's actually fun. Oh, that's uh, the game of intimacy. Like, Choose your own game and so, so important to play. And then it comes to finally what I started with, the fact that I have been in uh, this romantic relationship. It's not just uh, because we're married and we have a family, we do have a romantic relationship and I prioritize and it's very, very important to me. And I would not want to be uh, in a marriage just to raise a child. That's not my vision that that is not the level of fulfillment that I want to have in my life. I want to have it all. I want to have a family and the romantic relationship and I got it. And so what's so, so important here and how you make sure you get it is, uh, is the math, uh, the numbers. It's really, really important. So you want to look at consistency. So consistency in terms of what are your numbers? How much time, how much quality time are you spending together, right? It's consistency. Uh, it's consistency ongoing, right? It's also frequency and it's the duration, right? It's not just, oh, we just see each other once a week, but do you see each other every single week and consistently and the quality of your time and the length of your time, there has to be some uh, growth and progression. There has to be some level where it just gets better. And the uh, frequency, consistency, a duration of everything that you do. So quality time and sex and uh uh, joint activities, right? Was joint projects and the quality of the depth, how much, if, we say, if we're talking about the level, right? 
measuring it in monetary terms. If you buy a property together, that is like, and it's a million dollar property. Well, your joint activity is just now you got a joint activity worth a million dollars. You got a business that you're building together. It's a $10 million business. That's the value. So look at it from that perspective and frequency and quantity and consistency. So having sex, when you have a relationship uh, that is a stable, lasting quality relationship, that means that that number is consistent. So that uh, it's not like when you just met each other, uh, you had sex every day, and then a few years later, you had a child, and now what is that average that couples have? It's once a week or something like that. So it's, you gotta, like you design your own life. You gotta uh, be consistent and focus on that quality and frequency because these are the things that make or break your relationship. And so when you're diminishing, when you're putting less, when you somehow decide, well, this is not important, it's going to cost you in your relationship in some way. And maybe it's not apparent right away, but it's going to lead to maybe people start distancing from each other. And then they uh, they find themselves uh, like two roommates living together. And so you can totally prevent it. And numbers make it super easy because if you wonder, maybe in the beginning you had that spark and uh, you wonder why is it gone now if you are in a relationship now and it's sort of not going in the direction that you want, you just got to look at your numbers and you want to shift your numbers. You want to see okay, I was spending quality time together and you can always uh, make an adjustment and you always can make a choice and look and say, let's let's do this and sit down and talk with your partner and uh, reinvent your relationship. And the easiest way, of course, to keep that relationship at a high level is that you choose intentionally to uh, to stay at that high level and to continue operating from that high level, right? Where you have multiple ways where you spend quality time together, where you prioritize was the areas that I talked about, like physical intimacy and emotional intimacy and uh, joint activities and that uh, energy vibrations, certain things you're not allowing in your relationship. So it could be that you're not raising voice at each other or you are not uh, criticizing your, your partner at all and just play that game and see how your relationship transforms. So uh, with all that being said, what do you think for you? What are the secret ingredients of a romantic relationship for you? If you could make a list, like think about what would it take? Like what needs to happen that I'm going to be in this romantic relationship 10 years from now? And what would having this romantic relationship do for you? Like how you would feel differently, what your life would look like, how would you spend your time differently, what your lifestyle would be like, uh, and uh, what is your why? Why do you want to be, why do you want to create, to to have this uh, romantic relationship in the first place? And uh, what actually are you willing to give (laughs) to that relationship, right? 
what are you bringing to the table? And please uh, brag about all the amazing things that make you you and how great you are as a partner in the relationship, just because you are. And you got to find and acknowledge yourself. You have so many gifts to give. And what are those gifts? Uh, And how, how being in this romantic relationship actually aligns with your core values. Because some of you out there, based on your personality type, some of you, uh, it's really, really important to be in a relationship. Like most of, for, um, most of us women, it is important to be in a relationship. But some of us, some of us types, personality types, like it's really, it's your mission. It's your purpose in life. So if you are a South type and you're not in a relationship, like that, like, It's got to be your number one priority right now because your whole life is going to elevate to the next level. So make sure you join Love by Design. You you get support from uh, me or you work with somebody else. Well, if you work with somebody else, you won't learn personality typing and it will be still generic approach. uh, And it's not going to give you the exact uh, customized strategies that will work for you 100%. So again, it's your choice and the matter is what is it going to cost you? How difficult or easy is it going to be for you to, to create what you want and actually be in a romantic relationship? And if there is anything right now, you are not in one and you want to be in one, well, the question to ask yourself is what is, what is getting in the way? What are those invisible forces? What are those invisible blocks that are holding you back, that are preventing you from being in a romantic relationship right now, if that's what you really want, if that's what you crave and you desire with all of your heart, when what is it that slowing you down or standing in the way or even stopping you from having this romantic relationship right now? So I'd love to hear from you, connect with me and uh, share any insights, your biggest uh, takeaways. Join me, of course, in Love by Design when we open the doors. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram. And my account is uh, PS underscore love by design and uh, tag me or DM me. I check all of my DMs and respond to all of my messages. If you have any questions, if you want to learn more, if uh, you want to share what's been most valuable for you, I'd love to connect with you personally. And thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode. Did you know that 7 out of 10 new relationships fail within the first year of being together? Well, I believe that finding lasting love means unlearning everything. We have been taught our entire lives about what it means to date, choose the right partner, and create a happy relationship. Want to ask a question on a future episode of Love by Design Q&A? Click on the link in the show notes to record your question in the voicemail and I will most likely answer it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate, review, and subscribe to Love by Design on iTunes. This helps a lot in ranking this show and would be greatly appreciated. And if you have any comments or questions, leave a comment below. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, Love by Design, go to youtube.com forward slash love by design.